Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Barker, pastor here at Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Mount Airy, North Carolina. I would like to personally thank you for taking out time today to tune in to our preaching podcast. We hope that this message will be a great encouragement to your heart today. You look at Jeremiah 23. The Bible says, Woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pastor, saith the Lord. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of Israel against the pastors that feed my people, ye have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, saith the Lord. And I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all countries, whether I have driven them, and will bring them again to their folds, and they shall be fruitful and increase. I don't have to tell you tonight, that's beginning to happen, and has been happening for a while throughout Israel. And I will set up shepherds over them which shall feed them. They shall fear no more, nor be dismayed. Neither shall they be lacking, saith the Lord. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will raise unto David a righteous branch. And a king shall reign and prosper, and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. And I want to stop right there. And I love preaching verse by verse sometimes. I enjoy that. I enjoy different ways of preaching the Word of God. But I want to use a phrase tonight in the Scripture that we have read. That phrase, as the Bible says, and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. For a while, every time I go on the news, every time I look, and watch things of current events in our day, it won't be long and I will hear somebody say, we want justice. Every now and then I'll hear someone make the comment that we deserve justice. And so because of that tonight, I want to preach for a few moments on the subject of a cry for justice. A cry for justice. And I trust tonight that God would help us and give us what we need. I, I just simply tonight want to preach a little thought on a cry for justice. In our country, we have heard this statement over and over and over again. You ask yourself the question, what does justice really mean? Is this world sure it wants justice? Matter of fact, when you hear someone say that, you ask yourself the question, do they really, truly want justice? Here's what justice is defined as. It is defined as a just behavior or treatment. In other words, we want to be treated fairly according to who we are. So when the world cries out for justice, 
justice. What the world is crying out for is we want to be treated the way and how we deserve to be treated. We want to be treated a certain way. Now, as you know, our country has had some major issues in the last months. I'm not going to get up here and dwell on that. Uh, you know very well it's real and it is around you. Uh, from COVID-19 uh, uh, to our streets burning and things going on uh, to Black Lives Matter, BLM, all this stuff we're seeing today. And the great cry of all of it is simply we want justice. I want to say to you tonight that when you cry those words out, we better be very careful because we need to realize tonight uh, that justice and the head judge of all the world uh, is the Lord Jesus Christ. And there ain't nobody like Him. Amen? So you and I tonight realize that we live in a day that justice is certainly demanded. When I was thinking about this in the Word of God, I began to think about a young girl I saw in a march on television. And that young girl had a t-shirt on, a shirt on, and the words read like this, send him back, we'll kill him again. Talking about Jesus. That same crowd when she wore that shirt had signs saying, we want justice. We want justice. Give us justice. So tonight, I'm going to ask you a question. Does this world really want justice? Does this world really want the judge of all the universe to judge them and deal with them? Friend, can I tell you this and I'll say this to that young girl. When he comes back again, you won't nail him to a cross. Uh, you won't get rid of him. Uh, you won't shove him aside. Uh, he's not coming back uh, for any other reason uh, to set up and say he's king of kings and lord of lords. Matter of fact, you didn't kill him the first time and you're not going to kill him the next time. But I want you to think tonight about a cry for justice. When I was sitting in my office at home, and most of the time I seem to study better in my office at home, it's not as busy as the church office. And when I was sitting in my office at home, God gave me three words to think about, Brother Jonathan, when you're talking about justice. And I want to think about that. What are you asking for when you're asking for justice? Well, I thought about this. Justice demands punishment. Justice demands punishment. In other words, the Bible tells us in the Word of God that if we receive justice, we are receiving punishment as well for the things we have done. I want to take you to the cross just a moment. And you remember the thieves on the cross. The one man uh, that cried out, Lord, remember me. When you come to that kingdom and he goes into paradise with him and sets the captive free. But the other we read about, the Bible says in verse 39 of one of these great chapters on the cross in Luke 23. And one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answering rebuked him saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And then I love what this man says. He says, And we indeed justly. 
Are you listening? Here's what he's saying. We are getting what we're getting because of justice. We are getting what we're getting because we deserve it, because we've done wrong, and it is exactly what we deserve. Now notice this. He goes on to say in those words, he said, for we receive the due reward of our deeds, but this man have done nothing amiss. The Bible tells us about every one of us in this building tonight and everyone marching on our streets and everyone taking a breath around the world uh, this for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God so justice is really getting what we deserve my question is this tonight what do you and I deserve friend can I tell you this tonight what you and I deserve is that we would be burning in the charred walls of the damned what you and I deserve tonight is a life without God and a life without the Lord. He could have still been God and let all of us die and go to hell. But you know what I'm glad of? I'm glad I did not get what I deserve. I'm glad I got something greater than what I deserve tonight. Amen. Word of God goes on to say in Matthew 5, you with me, say amen, that you may be the children of your Father which is in heaven, for He maketh His Son to rise on the evil and on the good and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. Let me just say it like this. I type this in my notes. The ground is level at the foot of the cross. You see, justice is about parity, which means equality. So you and I need to realize this. When you're crying out for equality, and you're crying out for parity, and you're crying out this way, what you're saying is, I want what I deserve. I want what I deserve. You know what I I pray. I say, God, thank you for not giving me what I deserve. Thank you, Lord, for being good and gracious to me. Amen. Oh, listen, everybody gets the same thing. Justice and punishment. Second of all, I don't have three points, no sub-points or nothing. Y'all moving quick now. Second of all, not only justice and punishment, but justice and pain. Or justice I like to use in panic. Last night, one of the men running for office of the President of the United States of America made the comment that Americans don't panic. Has he ever been on the toilet paper aisle? Amen. Am I telling it right? You know I am. Oh Lord, I hope when I get there, oh I hope there's just one role. God, let it be one role. Man, I'm telling you what, I ain't never seen so much panic. Hey, there's still cornfields everywhere if you need it. There's a whole lot of things, amen. I grew up on a chicken farm in the country. We'd make do without Charmant if we had to, but justice demands and creates Amen. I want to say this to you tonight. When God's justice falls on this world, justice will create panic. 
We've already panicked as Americans. I am amazed at the panic. I know things are real. They are not made up. 72 of my church members end up with COVID in a matter of a week. I buried two of my prayer warriors. I buried two. This year I've done about seven funerals. I got two more coming with two men uh, that are uh, uh, one dying with cancer, one dying with Lou Gehrig's disease. The verses I read said, reigns on the just and the unjust. It's it's disjustice. You say, preacher, what do you mean by that? When sin came into this world and you and I born in this world, this world is a world of sin and friend, it reigns on the just and it reigns on the unjust. But guess what? This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. I'm glad it gets better farther on. I'm glad it's better down the road as we just heard in a song. Amen. Since March of this year I have not been able to hug my mother or see her in person. She has dementia now. We She's in a rest home and now along with 60 some other people she has COVID in that rest homes, made the the news. You say, preacher, what's going on in our day? Can I tell you this? And I mean this with all my heart tonight. We are living in a day where God is doing His very best. I believe this to get our attention and to let us know somebody had better turn back to God. You know, Brother Jonathan, why I believe with all my heart that we are still standing as a nation. I believe recognizing Jerusalem as a capital of Israel. I believe standing for churches. And I believe, yes, right here out in the middle of the country and this church on side the road. You know what you are? You're a remnant that has not bowed the knee that has not walked away that has not dropped you're a remnant that's standing for God aren't you glad across America somebody's standing in the gap somebody's making up the haze somebody's standing for us thank God when justice comes there will be panic this world don't have a clue what it would be like if God just simply pull His hand back. Toilet paper would be our least problem. I'm not going to beat this dead horse like every Baptist preacher is doing because we all hit it. But you do not know how huge two weeks from now is. And it's not just about the Trump train. My hope's not in Donald Trump. My hope's in Christ. I voted for Ronald Reagan this year. I'm kidding, but that was my hero, man. But I want you to listen. There are babies' lives on the line. The family is on the line. Churches are on the line. 
The America your kids and your grandkids are going to grow up in are on the line. And can I tell you this, and I believe it, if we turn on God, America's going to pay the greatest price it has ever paid. And we ain't seen nothing yet. All that we would have revival and turn back to the Lord. Amen. If we panic this much over toilet paper, how we're going to panic when somebody says, you got to take this mark so that you can buy some milk for your baby. And if you don't, you won't get it. A cry for justice? Do we really want justice? What about you? I want mercy. <laughs> Amen. I grew as a boy, used to hear that statement, Lord, have mercy. Amen. I want, matter of fact, I preached a message on that. I want God's mercy. I do not want what I deserve. I do not want what I deserve. Friend, if I got what I deserve, I'd be heading the wrong way. But I tell you what I get. I don't get what I deserve. I get what I do not deserve. I'm glad, thank God for grace, but I'm real thankful for mercy. Amen. Number three. First of all, there's justice and punishment. Second of all, there's justice and we can just say panic or pain. But then God gave me another word. There's justice and pardon. Now if y'all want to, we'll take five minutes run through the parking lot, shout, run down the road, just be careful, it's curvy, somebody run over you. That word pardon is not for those that are not guilty. Pardon is for those that are guilty. Matter of fact, the Bible says these words, Isaiah 55, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, and I love this, for he will abundantly pardon. It doesn't say he will pardon, but it says he will abundantly pardon. You say, preacher, what does that mean? That means if we'll turn to God, and we'll cry out to God, and we'll be sorry to God, he will abundantly pardon us and forgive us of all our our sin. The Bible says in the book of Colossians chapter 2, and you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh have he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Pardon is setting a guilty man free. Pardon is forgiveness or to have mercy. Imagine you're listening as a prisoner is locked in a cell, the gates of the doors open up going down the hallway, the corridor. The jailer gets to the jail, to the cell where this man is. The jailer opens up the door and hands him a piece of paper. That piece of paper says to a guilty man, you can go free. He looks at in astonishment 
and says, how in the world can I go free? I'm guilty. And the reason that he can go free is because the pardon of the greatest judge that ever lived has said to him, you can go free. Amen. I remember when God took the, hallelujah. I mean, you can remember when God took the chains off your life. How you remember when coming down that hallway, you were locked up in sin. You were bound up in sin. Your life was headed nowhere. You were a mess. And then Jesus set you free by the grace of God. Amen. Years ago, I was my early 20s. And I was interim pastor of a little church down in Ossipee, North Carolina. In that service, or in that church, there was a little lady, she was then probably pushing 90 in her late 80s, been in heaven a long time. She sung a song that I could never get over. Miss Tyson was her name. She stood about that tall. Granny Clampett to the T. Long dress and brogans. Of course, that's normal now, but anyway. Even the teenagers, hallelujah, they like that. She'd come walking up and they'd give her the mic. She'd never come on the platform. She'd always stand down the front. Because I can't sing, I'm just going to quote the song because we definitely don't want to grieve the Holy Ghost with me singing. After those folks sung, I ain't about to sing. The song was entitled, Jesus, Sign My Pardon. She'd get up, she'd sing these words. I was in sin's prison, all so dark and cold, like a lost sheep wandering from God's eternal fold. But the door swung open. Jesus spoke to me. I have signed your pardon. You may now go free. The chorus said, Jesus signed my pardon. This I surely know. He took my place at Calvary. Now I won't have to go. All my life I'll live for Him. He gave His for me. When He signed my pardon, there at Calvary. Then she get on that second verse. Life is now worth living since I've been set free. Are you ready? I'm so glad He was willing to save a wretch like me. Now I have... <laughs> Now I have a mansion, not a prison wall. Jesus signed my pardon. Yes, He paid it all. Then she'd get to that third verse. Since my Savior led me from that awful place, I could hear the angels. They sang amazing grace. I knew I was pardoned from my sin and shame. Now I've joined them singing glory to His name. Amen. Jesus signed my pardon. This I surely know. Took my place at Calvary. Now I don't have to go. 
all my life I'll live for him he gave his for me when he signed my pardon there at Calvary can I say this tonight oh justice justice demands punishment somebody had to be punished for the sins of this world you know who was punished the lovely son of God took off the roads of heaven laid them on the banister stepped down into this world walked up the Via Della Rosa died for your sin died for my sin he took my place justice demanded justice create panic oh you realize justice says you're going to die and go to hell because God's holy and you're not but I want you to watch justice as a pardon one of the things I really want to do in my life try to be in my life is not somebody that thinks they are more than they are I, I really do not like the attitude of people that feel like I deserve it I deserve it I, I am I am whatever hear me roar I want to be reminded hallelujah of where I was I want to be reminded of my sin I want to be reminded of my life I want to be reminded of the day that he came to where I was and he walked up to my cell and he signed my pardon and he set me free friend I don't know about you tonight but I'm glad I don't get the justice that I deserve I'm glad I got mercy 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 tonight See, Jesus, I'm my part. This I surely. 